Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the autopsy of... Question mark? Where, uh, unbeknownst to you guys, Eric and I have officially decided on what this next spiritual journey we're going to go on is, and what show we've picked to send us down the rabbit hole and into madness and monsters and mayhem. And we'll tell you about it during this episode so you can get excited and get ready, get pumped, get jazzed. Just get ready to see what we've decided to do to ourselves next. I'm Daniel. And I'm Eric. So Eric, we, it's done. Dexter is dead, literally. <laughs> Spoilers for those who for some reason are listening to this but did not watch our previous podcast. But we're we're not done. No, we're we're just getting started. We've decided to heck with it. It might be called the autopsy of Dexter Morgan, but it's something you can't just you don't just do one autopsy as a pathologist and then be like, "All right, I'm done. I did that now." You gotta keep doing more and more of them, and hopefully you, you get better at it. So we decided to go for a new show. Well. Not to burst your bubble, Daniel, but Showtime is actively exploring having a season two of New Blood. So I'm just going to throw nope. that out there. <laughs> the, to... man, the, the man is dead. Not, not again. <laughs> I'm just I'm putting it out into the ether so that when we do get hurt, it doesn't it doesn't sting nearly as much as this last one did. But right, well, guess what, Showtime? If we're in the middle of doing our other stupid podcast that you're just gonna have to wait. We're, we're yeah. not going. We're not pausing this turn. new project we're doing to go back to you because you just willy nilly are like, oh, we'll just keep doing our show even though our main character is dead. You're not Saw. <laughs> you know what? The autopsy of Saw that could actually be a fun one. That could. Um, but yeah. So do you wanna do you wanna be the one that has the honors of telling everybody what our next show is? I would love to, Eric. So we put it to a Twitter poll. Between the the four shows that we came up with on our New Blood finale, and that was uh, Game of Thrones and True Blood, which we both had both picked independently, Heroes, which I picked, and Lost, which you picked. So we put it to a a 24-hour Twitter poll. Not a whole lot of you voted, so if you didn't vote, then you don't get to complain if you don't like what was chosen, because that's how it works. And uh, we ultimately ended up with a tie between... Two that I didn't think would end up tying. We were tied between Heroes and Lost. And Eric and I uh, just both voted on our own then to see if that would break the tie. And it did. And we, Eric, we're going on an island adventure. We're doing Lost. We are. Um, And one of the things that's really exciting about this is I have seen Lost all the way through, I believe twice. I watched it. uh, I started watching it in its fourth season caught up to it and watched it through and then before the sixth season rewatched seasons one through five again right before the season six premiere um and you have not watched it at all i have so you're not running completely blind i have you know seen snippets as my parents or friends or people at the bar were watching it but i have never sat down purposefully and been like i'm going to watch an episode of lost so before going into anything, I guess, what is the reason that, like, what, what, what is the thing that is curious to you about Lost? Why did you choose Lost over Heroes, or what, what drew you to this? 
I and mean, I feel like Lost is kind of one of my biggest like TV cultural blind spots. It's probably that and The Sopranos, which I have also never seen. And I was thinking about this after we like really officially started it. In a lot of ways, Lost ending almost feels like kind of the end of an era that we didn't know was ending at the time. Yeah. Because Lost is probably like the last like big, like critically acclaimed and also like cultural kind of touchstone network show. Yeah. Like, because again, there have been other like huge shows that have, you know, not only been critical darlings, but have been, you know, water cooler talks. But, you know, it's been like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, arguably The Walking Dead, even though a lot of people think that show is garbage. But... At its peak, it, it, it rivaled the viewership that Lost had at its peak. It was it was the biggest it was the biggest show on television at, at the t- at its peak. So, yeah. Yeah, but no more networks. And, you know, starting a network show is intimidating because you're staring down the barrel of 20 plus episodes for, I think, about half of these seasons. But I, I think there's a lot of TV viewers, maybe not a lot, but certainly a subsection, which I might consider myself a part of that are like, you know, those 22 episode seasons of stuff, you know, you could do some fun, interesting things with that that you can't really do in an eight to 12 episode season. And I'm curious to see if Lost does that well at times. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that we will definitely address, especially uh, as we approach season three, is the pros and cons of having a 20 plus episode (laughs) season and the creative issues that arise um particularly as i think i think lost is a foundational show for anyone interested in complex television for a wide variety of reasons one of which is that um it's it's format and its style based on what i remember and based on myself re-watching the pilot a couple years ago for a class i was teaching is that its format still feels fresh and interesting um and it has arguably the most impressive uh, cast of characters, at least from the jump, uh, that you are interested in learning about and that the show continues to deepen and complicate. But also that it was a show that was of an era when people did not construct the entire series from start to finish. Like <laughs> when Lost was created, they did not know exactly how it was going to go beat for beat because. It was not, I mean, it was a wildly expensive pilot, but they did not have any idea, especially with now, uh, with how people develop series and having limited series or shorter runs and maybe both fans and actors and even other creators having an expectation of like, all right, well, what is my exact arc? Like in the case of Breaking Bad or other series like they knew exactly what their arcs were going to be. This has also been a criticism of like Game of Thrones, right? One of the other shows we considered. And I think it's really interesting that Lost is a show that actively grapples with that as it goes. And it's far from perfect, but it's it's such a fascinating piece of television just because it, it remained in the cultural zeitgeist even after it, I guess, faltered creatively, but also faltered a bit commercially with respect to losing quite a few viewers over the third and fourth season, especially with the writer's strike. But Yeah, I feel like it's not that Lost is completely out of like the cultural collective unconscious now but i feel like it maybe is like maybe on the verge of like a rediscovery that will pioneer much like we forced dexter to come out of retirement because <laughs> i'm like you know D- damon lindelof was like he was the showrunner for this i believe him and carlton cuse were were the yeah uh, head writers for an extended period of time and show co-showrunners 
and he was kind of in like not like creator jail and that he was still be like making things in kind of the early tens but like a lot of people would you know kind of shit on him because it was like oh lost wasn't very good prometheus or lost didn't end good prometheus had some problems i think he wrote some other things that ended up that i can't think off the top of my head that people kind of didn't like but then he made the leftovers which i've also never seen and everyone lost their minds over it but it doesn't seem like it's really translated to a reappraisal for lost yet right and then also being one of the people behind watchmen as well um it's yeah, Lost is very, very interesting in terms of its development because of the fact that it it was at its time the most expensive pilot ever made, um, but also didn't have anyone in it. Like that was the thing that was didn't have anyone in it and wasn't backed by a ton of massive names. I mean, J.J. Abrams at that time had had Alias and like had had success um, to a degree, but there weren't proven actors that were like filling this cast. It wasn't like a lot of faces that were easily marketable and it was to me one of the things that's really fascinating about it and one of the issues that arises after lost leaves the air is that people think oh well we don't need to have star power we just need to have an absolutely crazy idea for like uh what the hook is right it needs to be like what is the event or like flash forward hinting at like what it what what happens that causes basically the everything on the earth to turn upside down and everyone to question everything like it starts to become about like these aggressively high concept shows when lost the thing that's so fascinating about it is that it's a high concept show that as i hope that you'll see is a show that is so thoroughly driven by character and is also very soap operatic in terms of its structure Hell and i think yeah. it's it's just a very unique breed for for what exists even on television nowadays that all sounds very good, Eric. I'm very excited. <laughs> and now, are you ready for our one-off segment called Daniel Tells You Everything He Thinks He Knows About Lost? Yes, I would love to hear literally everything you want to tell me. So if you want to run me through anything and everything, let's go. All right, so there's the show called Lost, uh, run by Damon Lindelof. Uh, first episode, the pilot directed by uh, Mr. J.J. Abrams, who helped bring about the end of the world by uh, directing Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, but that's neither here nor there. So there is a plane crash, and a bunch of people end up on a deserted island, and they're like, oh, shit. And then a bunch of just weird fucked up shit happens there's a smoke or a smog monster <laughs> i think there's something someone some some people some creatures called the others which i think uh, influenced a creative decision on game of thrones but maybe we'll talk about that someday uh there's i think i only know two characters by name there's a uh, john Locke and mm-hmm. Seward, I think, is another character on Lost. <laughs> Wait, did you say did you say Sewer or Seward? Seward. Okay, both are wrong. So, it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right anyway, the, the, uh, all right, one for two might not be a bad ratio for me <laughs> over the course of this podcast. But uh, so a bunch of weird stuff happens. There's a series of numbers that I think doesn't end up actually meaning anything, but people obsessed over it on the internet for a very long time. There's a hatch that people are going to be like, was behind the hatch? And then it's going to open and everyone's going to be like, wah? It's uh, Angel some... the Hatch Batista. <laughs> it's Angel, god damn it. <laughs> at some point, uh, they will get off of the island, but then they have to go back. 
And then it turns out that I don't think they were dead the whole time. Maybe they die at some point or they've been in purgatory the whole time. And then everyone goes, huh, so I guess that's the end of it, huh? Yeah, I mean, you you touch upon a lot of like the, if, if I had not watched the show, those are the beats that I think get into the ether. It's going to be very fascinating to see, like, you... what's really great about what you summarized is that ultimately you have not touched upon the fact that like there are like eight other incredibly interesting (laughs) characters that like at least that emerge in the early seasons of the show uh (laughs) brief brief side note you're saying that lost might have more than five good characters which is something that we could not say about dexter (laughs) (laughs) right which is why i'm like i'm bracing you for the fact that like the good thing is daniel you're gonna like at least at least like more characters here than you did in dexter even if you dislike way more here <laughs> just because there are so many characters that are thrown at you um what i think is also really interesting is that there there are massive gaps in like what got into the cultural zeitgeist uh that like you are going to be thoroughly either impressed or disappointed with the fact that like there, you've missed basically a gap of like two seasons each <laughs> in your summary that like will be very interesting to see how those are received. But I guess like also one of the things I want to know is like, what do you know about the structure of lost episodes? Um, I, I, I know that like not a hundred percent every episode, but that most episodes have essentially like a character of focus. I don't know exactly what that means, whether kind of their story is told through flashbacks or there's kind of the focal point of events happening on the island or other crazy nonsense but i I do know that it's kind of a oh this is a so-and-so episode or this is a so-and-so's episode yeah okay well i I won't i won't lead lead you any which way but uh, i was just curious as to what you knew about that because that like lost is not the first show, but it's it's the show that popularized a trend of having a character be in focus, even when it's a massive ensemble show of having the structure be built around a respective character. Um, and it really starts to mess with that structure as this show goes on, which we will definitely uh, get into more. Interesting. Um, what else do you want to talk about with respect to Lost? Eric, I, I, I feel so fresh. I'm really excited to get started watching this and I, I don't know if I want to spoil myself anymore unless you have some like just kind of broad things you want to talk about. But I again, I just think it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll bring ourselves back to the, the mid-aughts, the, yeah. the, the latter Bush and early Obama years, <laughs> the good old days. Wild. Absolutely wild what you just said. I didn't even think about that, but that <laughs> is exactly what this is. I, I will say a couple things about loss. So one is that um, it's widely considered to be one of the best pilots ever made um it's i cannot stress enough how great of a pilot it is it's perfect for a wide variety of reasons it's perfect for the show but it's also perfect for teaching pilot structure so like that's one of the reasons why i watched it only a couple years ago because we used it in a class and it's perfect for that um i like, I think that you will be so thoroughly hooked by not only the pilot, but also the first season in particular. I mean, there's a reason the first season won an Emmy, right? Like, it's it's a show that its first season is so thoroughly engrossing and fascinating and promises so many things. That also sets up a lot of, like, what we have discussed with even Dexter recently of, like, 
when a show promises certain things or promises nuggets of like, these are things that we're going to have serialized over time and you're going to have these things develop, when those things don't pay off, I think people get profoundly disappointed when it's a show so thoroughly driven by plot. And I'm going to be really fascinated to know what you think because myself and many, many other people that I've talked with that have watched Lost, I am in the vast minority that like loves the finale, profoundly loves the finale. And I think that um, despite all of its flaws as it gets there, it reminds you that it's a show about character. But for some people, they believed that the plot is the thing that drives it the most. And so I'm going to be very fascinated to see, like, not to say that the plot isn't interesting, right? The plot's amazing. and It's very fascinating for better or for worse. But like, it, I'm going to be very interested to see if you are as engrossed by the characters on the show as I was and still am, at least fondly remembering it. We'll have to see as I rewatch it. But it's going to be really interesting to see, especially also as I get to the finale again, if my sentiments have changed, especially as I've talked about and read so many different things. Uh, as we get there, it's going to be really interesting to see, I guess, as our journey goes on, because you're going to be challenged, bud. <laughs> like, we've talked about how Dexter is uh, terrible for stretches. I don't think Lost is ever nearly as bad as Dexter is, but there's a stretch in season three that has two of the worst episodes of any <laughs> television show I've ever seen. So we're <laughs> going to be really interesting to see how all of all of this journey goes. But I'm kind of I'm laying I'm laying a very broad broad strokes uh, picture for you of what our Lost journey might look like. Who knows? Maybe it'll be completely different than what I'm prognosticating because I have not seen it in over a decade. That is true, and we had we had an idea of how our Dexter rewatch was going to go, and that got thrown out the window like three episodes into season two. So who knows what's going to happen this time, motherfucker? That's true. Oh man, I, I I'm just gonna I'm gonna be really disappointed. Like I hope we have some type of food watch in Lost. Like I'm trying to think of like the things that will carry over from Dexter. I am really hoping that we have. We're not going to have a character as memeable as the Hat. I don't think, but. I'm, I have a feeling we're going to have some some things that are going to recur that maybe we'll have jokes of. But Lost is so much more serious than Dexter. <laughs> That's the thing. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have to make our own fun quite as much as we did in Dexter because we had we had nowhere else to go. It was that or sink with the ship. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Eric, I think we're we're taking a little bit of a break watching Dexter for 10 weeks in a row and talking about it takes a lot out of you. Yeah. So we're going to take a little bit of a break, but we think we'll be back releasing episodes in early May. Look for us to announce a more solid uh, premiere date, a premiere date mm. as we get closer to that. But in the meantime, you know, tweet at us, send us emails of raging nonsense that you have as we uh, continue this autopsy with the autopsy of Lost, the, the <laughs> island you in are, the you sun. You are pointing to something that also will, will probably be happening. This, I think this podcast needs to be rebranded. We might have to figure it out. We're going to have to figure out what the rebrand is. But that's why we, that's why we have a, a three-ish month window to figure this out. Exactly. We gave ourselves some time to figure out what it is we're doing. But until then, uh, get pumped, y'all. It's time to go back to the to the island. And some of us haven't even been there to start. Or have I? Oh, shit. All right. That's, that feels like something that would happen on Lost, which I've never seen, but it just feels like it. 
it just feels like it. Mm-hmm. So lather up some sunscreen, get your smoke monster cosplays ready, write down a bunch of numbers that mean nothing, but will send nerds on the internet into a frenzy and get ready for season two of the podcast. Until then, y'all, I'm Daniel. And I'm Eric. Goodbye, y'all. Bye.